Hi, it's season three, episode 31 of the Tottenham Hotspur Family Podcast. My name's Jav. Joining me this week, John Steggles from Merchester. Good afternoon. And back again on the pod, Edmonton's favourite son, now applying his tr- trade in Chelmsford, Josh Eddington. <laughs> Hi, Jav. Hello, everybody. Hi, John. Right, let, let's begin with Burnley. Burnley, baby. We um, we went up there and uh, won convincingly. Um, Joss, if I come, come to you first, um, how, how do you see the game? Uh, from, a, from a Spurs perspective, I thought it was excellent. That's, in my opinion, possibly three of the most important points that we'll pick up all season. To go to Burnley and, and come away... Two new winners is a is, is a really really great effort. Bearing in mind the injuries that we that we um, took on during the game, but uh, yeah, no, delighted with that. Awkward, awkward, awful first half, but uh, yeah, all good. I thought it was an interesting one. The team selection following some comments in the week where he said uh, Dembele was his genius and he wasn't picked. I know they're off international duty and stuff, but I thought, I expected him to start. Uh, I could, I can also understand Trippier getting a nod going back to Tilfmore. Um and I thought, yeah, I agree with Joss that it's the most important three points we've got, and some of the the, the most hard fought and um, wanted, I think, seeing as how good they are at home. Yeah, I mean, um, but that's that, that's that's exactly it. They've got a really good. Well, they they shut the door, don't they? They classic park the bus and just try to you know punch you in the last sort of twenty minutes, um, and and. You know, to I mean, not that they offered much, but um, but it, you know, defensively, I, being Sean Dyche's twin brother, know exactly what 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 I'm doing. You know, when I'm up there in charge, it's literally a case of shutting the door. But uh, yeah, it was nice to see that we picked the lock. Um, the second goal I thought was superb, but uh, yeah, it's um, it's very very important three points that. It's odd the. Um... When we went to West Brom, West Brom play in a similar style and we found it really difficult to break them down. And Burnley, I think um, the, the, we had the injuries and Dembele came on and changed it, but we managed to get round them. And I think the change of formation at half time brought us that. I think if we just stick out our guns and go with a three at the back with the two wing backs, we're never going to do it. And it was good to have that plan B yesterday. Well, you see, you see, sorry, Jeff, you see what Burnley do when, when we play with three at the back and two wing backs. Burnley just become really compact behind the ball and they're just happy to soak up all this pressure. And, it, you know, they line up across the edge of their um, penalty area and you're just so, you know, so limited that any, any cross has got to be so, just so completely pinpoint. On the, um, just on, on, on the team selection, I think probably the, the, the international matches, um, because we had Sun playing Tuesday, possibly, or Wednesday, um, and then you've got the time difference as well, and it's not the first time that that he's um, that Pochettino has rested players um, on the back of, 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 of an international week, so I wasn't too surprised with, with that. I've got to say, though, um, I think it was you, John, earlier, when Dembele came on, um, albeit um, with uh, the injury to Winks, um, 
hope. It, I don't know if either of you saw it, but I was at the, I was at I was at the ground and um, he just went roly poly. I've never seen a I've never seen that before. I've seen players go into advertising holdings behind the goal, but I've never seen a player go ro- ro- roly poly right into the into the dugout. Um, and it looked pretty bad. But um, when from yeah. my feet, he booted at the player and then yeah. sort of recoiled in pain sort of span round and then went over some drinks yeah um, like box cold store boxes and then that's and then that's when he immediately saw all the Burnley bench get up and I thought they were going to start kicking him if I was honest <laughs> and then th- that was it there's it, it was gone from that point on clutching his ankle it looked innocuous from where from what I saw it really did I was yeah. watching the game I, I saw exactly the same as you John yeah it, it was odd to pick out it's difficult to pick out just exactly when the injury occurred I, you know, I thought I thought it was him going over the um, over the drinks carriers that had actually inflicted the injury, but apparently he was injured before that. I, I thought I, I thought it was something like I don't know a, 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 collar, a collarbone, or he landed badly, or uh, whatever. But um, turns out it might be far more serious than that. Let's hope he's okay. But um, yeah, Dembele coming on for him, uh, that really as well as Winks played, and I thought he played well. Dembele just he gives us something else. He just picks up the ball and he can just switch it and from either side um, uh, it, it gives us a bit of a bit of urgency I think we said earlier on the season we, um, we, we, we did a podcast and you just described him as a, a slightly better Scott Parker well with his magnificent 360s yeah yeah um, but he makes but, them count Scott Parker didn't because Scott Parker only had one leg mm. Dem, Dembele doesn't because he genuinely throws completely throws a player um, you know it's, it's it's a joy to watch it was good that we had Dyer and Dembele it was an echo of last season and how well they played together and Dyer looked far more assured when he was sitting there with Dembele in midfield than he was in the defence when we switched formations and that was, that was nice to see and you know if we need to play that now to the end of the season we should be okay I think um, but you know it's difficult when you're playing with 10 men for nine for when Soko came on because he, uh, he he was awful he, he hasn't got a first touch he can't pass the ball he spoon shots that lad couldn't trap a bag of cement he's no. <laughs> just <laughs> if he gets a game then there, there must come a point if I turn up at the lane with my boots I'm, I must be close to the starting lineup. Okay, let's. Okay, if, if we're going to be fair and give him the benefit of the doubt and all of that, we can say that you know he's it's his first season at Spurs. He hasn't had a proper pre-season. He's not playing in the, in his right position. Blah 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 blah. All of that bullshit. Um, we can also add to that that he's a France international. He's got what fifty caps. He's played in the Premier League before. And frankly, irrespective of where he's playing on the pitch, he should be able to trap a fucking ball. He should be able yep. to trap the ball. And his touch is just poor. Um, the 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 chance he had, where it came to him and he just sort of sliced it, I I just oh that just really pissed me off. I just I've never I, I you know I don't expect him necessarily to score, but at least get the shot on target. To slice it like that, that's just poor, poor at any level. It's it's technique. It's a lack of composure. His body shape. It just it, everything about it just. It was. He was never going to get it on target. I just, you know, even when he's running with the ball, he never seems to have it under control at his feet. His pace, you know, he doesn't. He's not able to to lay the ball in front of him, you know, to uh, to match with his pace and and his stride pattern. It just. It just. It just looks awkward. So really, oddly awkward. We need to upgrade him. We really do. 
I'd ship him out to wherever for however much. I don't care. And I, I, he, he, we're now in the, the, the state that we're having to pay 30 million quid to upgrade the bench. And if that's the case and we can ship him out and get Barkley in for 30 million quid to sit on the bench and come on, he's a better option. But he needs to go. He need, please. Um, just just on the on the formation thing. So obviously Wanyama came off um, injured, but it didn't look too serious. It looked like his back, and I think there was three occasions where, um, well, the first time he went down, got got back up again, went down. Looked like Dembele was going to come on for him, didn't, and then eventually, um, on the third occasion, that that was it. Um, sorry, yeah, Dembele came on for him. I, I was I was wrong earlier when I said for Winks. Um, if, if assuming one arm is back for Swansea and um, whoever else we've got next, Watford, um, would would you go with would you go back to a back three or would you play? Uh, well, yeah, me, I would. I'd, I'd, certainly against Swansea because they need the points, so they're not going to sit there. They're not going to park the bus. They're going to they're going to try and have a go. So if we go with a back three, I think that it gives us more chance to get in behind them, definitely. Mm. Because I think if you're gonna if you're gonna accommodate Dyer and the team, the only way you're gonna do that is um, playing playing in a back three. If you, sorry, if you're gonna accommodate Dyer and Wanyama in the same lineup, the only way you're gonna do that is um, play a Dyer in a back three. Either that or somebody in midfield gives. And I can't see I can't see us dropping Dembele, and I can't see us dropping what fit Wanyama. So. Um, I'd like to see Wanyama rested. Give him give him a week off at Swansea to to rest his back. Apparently he was giving thumbs up to Jerno saying he's all right on the uh, way out of the stadium. But give him a give him a week off. Let Dyer and Dembele do what they did last season again in in the centre there. Um, I think Dyer's a better footballer than Wanyama, if I'm honest. Um, but we'll see how they we we'll see how they go this week. Well, Dyer Dyer is a more certainly more versatile footballer than Wanyama because he can play the two positions. Yeah. Wanyama can't play. You know he can't play centre half, whereas Dyer can. You know Dyer can can play both those positions perfectly adequately, and he can play right back and cover. Of course cover he can. Um, what was I going to say? Um, 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 just on um, Janssen. Um, so Janssen played again. Um, I thought he did did okay in terms of effort, in terms of trying hard. But again, another another match doesn't doesn't get on the score sheet. Um, to me, I think we didn't play to his strengths. I don't think we got any balls um, into him from wide areas, and he seemed quite isolated. But then, I, then I look at the flip side of that. If Kerry Kane had played, there would have been a chance somewhere that would have just fallen to him, and he would have been in the right place and just and just tapped it in. And and Jansen doesn't strike me as being in those positions. I think I think Jansen did okay. It's a hard place for a lone man to get anything. If I'm honest, the way Burnley played, so it's, it's not probably not an indicative performance that, that what you'll get out of him against a team that might give him a little bit more space. He did okay. I'd give if I had to do a score report, I'd give him a B. Mm. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, but just bear in mind he is 22, so let's not um, you know let's not let's not hang him just yet. But yeah, he he he, he played well. He takes too he takes too many touches. You compare him to Kane when Kane plays up top. Kane is is clinical. He doesn't need to look where the goal is. You know, he, Kane will take a shot knowing knowing where the goal is. But it's interesting if Janssen if Janssen was playing when Sonny scored, um, I'd like to think he would have been there to put it in at the back post. But personally, I don't think he would have been that far up with play. I think he would have, you know he would have been further behind having held the ball up or got involved holding the ball up. 
at some point. I don't think he would have been at the back post to slot that in. Who'd you go for, Joss, on on, on Wednesday? Say again, buddy? Who'd you go for? Do you go for Son? Do you start with Son or do you start with Janssen? Uh, I would start with Sonny. I would as well. And and, and I I think you'll find that Mr Janssen goes back to his uh, 82 minutes. Get yourself warmed up, son. Mm. Uh, Which is a shame. Because there, there is obviously a footballer in there, but at the moment, he's, I don't know, maybe he's not come to terms with the pace of the Premier League or he's just desperate to do well and he's perhaps trying too hard. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I can't say anything different to that. He, he, he's, he's young, he's, he's, he'll get better and we just need to give him a bit of, little bit of time. He was thrown in early because of Kane's injury, you know, it's been said before. But I think, you know, don't throw him under the bus yet. Yeah. I just sorry, just quickly on Janssen. I've I've, I've been thinking about because I, I think I think he's a great potential. I just wonder if this season might have been better served with him having a loan at a Championship club or somewhere like that. Just you know, just scoring some goals potentially, but mm. certainly playing regular football, um, which is unfortunately not what he's getting with us at the moment. I think if if Kane had been fit for the whole season, now I know that would limit his chances completely but I think in some way that would have taken the pressure off him we've we've had two spells now where Kane's been out injured so immediately it puts the onus on somebody to come in and do a job and it puts that pressure on on Janssen um and and also it's probably not helped by the fact that the son when he has come in has, has done a job I know some some blows hot and cold but when he's when he's hot he does score goals and that's what what Janssen's not not been do, not been doing. I, mean, I was looking at some stats. Um, there's a bit of misconception. A lot of Spurs fans say oh, Janssen's hardly played, but um, he's featured in in the in the Premier League. If these stats are right, and these from from Spurs, he's played 21 games this season. Albeit he started only six of those. Uh, sorry, that, that's in the league. So 29 league matches. He's played 21, started six, and he's only scored one goal. In the Premier League, which was which was a penalty, um, and then he scored a few in the cup competitions and only one from open play. And you contrast that to Son, who's played twenty five games out of twenty nine, um, fifteen starts. Okay, a lot more. Um, and he scored. He has scored. If I can find it, he scored eight goals in the league. Um, overall, he scored fifteen in all, all in all competitions, which contrasts that to Janssen's five. So. Yeah, you're right. I think there is there is a player there. Um, I wouldn't wouldn't write him off, but for me at the moment, Son gets gets the the nod ahead of him. Although Son can't play with his back face to goal, I don't see him as a. Could I could I just briefly read you um, read you the uh, Vincent Janssen's style of play? Mm-hmm. Uh, albeit this is from Wikipedia. Okay, so you you just uh, pick the bones out of this. Okay, Vincent Janssen, a two footed player. Janssen is credited with good finishing, movement and pace. Due to his strength, he has exceptional hold-up play and can bring teammates into play. A good passer of the ball, he can set up goal-scoring opportunities for teammates. He also, he's also praised for his work ethic, as well as his competitive mentality. Janssen's style of play has invited comparisons with Ruud van Nisselrooy, right? And then it says his weaknesses are shots from outside the penalty box, the timing of his movement and ball control. Well... <laughs> <laughs> They're three key parts of the game, exactly. really. Mm. The, the key weaknesses there, the three key identified weaknesses, completely negate the rest of the rest of, of it. Yeah, that, that's quite that's quite damning, really. 
So um, if um, so if it, so if it, if it works on his weaknesses, it'll be a player. But uh, at the moment, yeah. There we go. Can uh, I just briefly talk about yeah. how good Ericsson was yesterday. Yeah, he was he he superb. He really was. Uh, one of the criticisms that people have had of him is he's, he he doesn't put his foot in and doesn't like to tackle. But for that second ball, he he robbed the ball and tackled Bart. Played a odd left yep. pass up to Daly Alley for Son to score. It was it was glory. He was absolutely brilliant. He has hit the right point for me at the moment. I'll tell you what, John. It's, it was a great counter-attacking goal, and, and one thing you don't expect is a counter-attacking goal s- started by um, Christian Eriksen. No, no. He, he, I mean, he put Barton on his ass. It was, it was, uh, in, you know, and we weren't getting that early on. It's it's funny that the stick that he's got at various times this season, um, and they had this on matches matches today the other week, and I've also got some stats in front of me now. Um, he scored in all competitions. He, he's in double figures, so he's he's got ten goals, um, fifteen assists. Um, he's probably having his best season for us. I think that there was one particular season. I think it was Pochettino's first season where he hardly got any assists, but he, he got more. He got. Um, the most amount of goals that he has for us in any season that he's played for us up until that point. But this season, it's all coming together. He's getting the goals, he's getting the assists. Um, I thought a lot last week, uh, the week before, Southampton. He was he was quite good in that match as well. Um, he he uh, fans are too quick to get on his back because of his set pieces, which. Um, which could be better. Actually, talking of which, um, early in the first half there was a there was a free kick that Winks. Sorry, there was a corner that, that we had, and Winks came up and took it. Not not Ericsson. Um, guess what? He couldn't beat the first man. All right, it was really <laughs> really poor. And then somebody somebody behind me shouted, "Let Ericsson take it. Give him a chance." Um, here's a question. I think one of one of the best crossers of the ball in our squad is Kieran Trippier. And he started yesterday. Just, just surprised me why he wasn't um, on corner duty. I said this, I think, last time I was on that Trippier should be on dead ball and set mm. pieces from and things like that because he, he can kick the ball on the on the dime when he needs to. Um, so yeah, I, I agree with that. He should should be trips on those. Well, for me, I'm just uh, I'm just surprised that we keep trying the same fucking corner. Why don't we just try and drop it short to a man on the edge of the box and just try and work something different? Every single corner we take, mm. try to just bang it right underneath the bar on top of the keeper's head so out of real door someone can attack it. It's the same stuff every time. We never seem to try and work anything different. Nothing short, nothing to the edge of drill, to the edge of the box. You know, It's the same corner. Do you know what I'd like to see? I'd like us to go back to that routine of, of the 90s with Anderton and Sheringham. Do you remember that? Yeah. Where yeah, Anderton was near post. Yep. Mm. Um, it was and it was so good. I think I think once um, I think it was around about Euro Euro '96, England did it, um, but albeit with Shearer um, on the execution. Um, anyway, um, right. Turning ahead to Swansea, got Swansea in the middle of the week and and Watford um, on Saturday. Um, how do you see both games? Predictions. If I come to you first, John. Swansea have let in the most goals in the Premiership this season at 63. They are poor at the back, so I expect us to score goals and win it quite comfortably. Sorry to say stilted, but it's a, it's a matter of fact that they're crap, so we should win it easily, really. I can't see them posing any problems to us. OK, and Watford? 
Watford, again, they're not very good at the back. What's their goal difference? Let's have a quite look. Uh, they're actually 48, so they're they're better than most at the moment. But uh, again, I don't I don't think they'll cause us any problems. The way the way we rolled over Burnley and the way we're we're going on our winning run and, and playing at the moment, yeah. I, I don't fear anybody. I, I honestly, we could put. I'm looking forward to the semi-final versus Chelsea. Um, we are playing the, some of the best football. Better than last season. I think we're better than last season. And last season uh, was a, was great. So. Okay, I've I've got a question around that. I'll I'll come to, come to that specifically on, on on a minute about about last season and this. Um, Joss, predictions for those two matches. Uh, well, I agree with John. I, I don't think it's going to be, either game's going to be a cakewalk. I'm currently watching Swansea versus Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough, 63 minutes in, and it's still nil nil. So uh, it's not going to be a highlight of anyone's season this but we should we should win both we need to win both ultimately um if you're going to win anything and this year we are going to win the double but on our way to the double we need to um we need to beat teams like Swansea you know they're, they're routine games they should be three points um Watford you know was not how how Watford uh you know, what did we we beat them? Did, was it three? Was it four, four, was it four one. I can't remember. Four, four one. I think that I think they got yeah, four, a, one, a yeah. cheeky I mean, one at the end from Kabul. It, it, it could have been eight, you know, but uh, yeah, we should we should turn them over. It'd be interesting to see who's fit and who's not. Um, but yeah, they, you know, these are these are key games. Okay. I mean, we've got conceded the, uh, the fewest goals in the league so far this season at 21. And uh, the weekend, can you remember Loris having to do anything more than just catch the ball? He did. They, they, I can't remember if they had an actual shot in anger at all at us. We're just so tight and compact at the back. It doesn't worry me when teams go forward at us. Mm. Yeah, no, I think I concur with both. I mean, I think Watford will, will win. Swansea, oh, don't know. Um, we should win it. Um, I'm torn between saying that they'll 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 nick a point, but um, oh fuck it, we'll 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 we'll, we'll beat them. Um, yeah, six points from two games here, Jeff. Yeah. If, uh, if they were going, to, if we're going to anybody who's going to drink, nick a draw, it was going to be this weekend at Burnley yeah. because of their home record and yeah. the way they play. But I, I can't see Swansea causing us any problems. I really can't. I think Carl Walker will start that match. I think um, given he played on Tuesday and was it Tuesday, Sunday, and the previous thing. Um, yeah, he played. He's played 180 minutes and he for England. He's played. He's played both. Um, both of them. Yeah, I think I, I think he'll, he'll be back. Um, just a. Right, so this is something that really annoys me. So amongst Spurs fans that I know, um, and many of them friends, um, and and even just listening to people, you know, get, getting on a train and talking to strangers, um, one of the Weird things, up. one of the <laughs> one of the things, um, uh, trains go into trains full of Spurs fans. Just, just I should I should add, not not random strangers. Um, Still doesn't make you uh, an unweirdo, mate. Well. Thanks for the clarification. <laughs> Um, one of the, one of the things that I often hear is how much better we were last season. One of the running themes is, um, uh, is p- particular gentleman, friend of the show, Paul Liesel, who who's not a big fan of of fixer Wanyama. And part of his part of his rationale behind that is he doesn't he he doesn't like the fact that he's come in and broken up the team. He doesn't he doesn't like the fact that he's broken up the Dyer Dembele partnership. I don't know we, we touched on this earlier and. It's you know it, it, it's harping back to last season and how wonderful last season was, right? This time last season, um, 
29 played, we had 55 points, 5 points behind Leicester, right? Look at the table now. Um, we've got 62 points. That's seven seven points better off in in arguably a tougher league this season with six teams right up there. Okay, um, I'm not saying all six are challenging for for, for 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 the title, but probably if you say that Chelsea are going to win the league, just for the sake of argument, there are probably one, two, three, yeah, four, five other teams, any of whom could finish in second, third, and fourth. So it's a much tougher league, um, much better goal difference than last season. Um, we had plus 27 at this point last season. We've got plus plus 36. Um, we've won one more matches, drawn drawn less. That's another thing, misconception. The fact that we've drawn so many games this season. We, we drew a lot more last season um, and only defeated in, in, in three. Better defence, better goal score, all of that. Um, yeah, people keep saying how wonderful we were last season. I don't I don't subscribe to that view. What, what, what do you guys think? Joss, I'll let you go first. Uh, well, I think we're wonderful this season. I thought we were we were half decent and fairly wonderful last season. Mm. Um, you know, squads need to evolve, teams need to change, and, and you know, you're constantly looking to improve. But I, I listen, I can't criticise either se- either season really, Jeff. Last season, you know, there were a couple of silly games that we we lost and we didn't kill off with regards to, to draws. But I, I, I'm, I'm not going to criticise the way things are going. We're doing things at, at pace. You know, there's improvement season on season there's a settled squad the guy in charge quite obviously knows exactly what he's doing um yeah so i'm, I'm not gonna i can't criticize mate this i think it's great it's a pleasure to watch it's a you know we're playing good attacking football creating chances week in week out so it's no criticism there from uh, me and also and also before i bring, bring you into it john um also if you think about it i know this i know this season's not over it's it's we're, we're nearly there um, and and ultimately, it's, it's where we finish. That that's it's how we finish that season off. You know, seasons don't finish in in April. But this far into season, we're second in the league. We're still second, exactly where we were last season. We don't have the the financial muscle of um, City and 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 Chelsea and and and, and others. Um, we haven't invested as much as they have. Yet we're second in the fucking table. We're second in the table. And yet so many fans I, I hear moaning about oh Pochettino should have stick this player or we should have done better in this game or we should have we shouldn't have drawn at whoever it was um Bournemouth and West Brom early in the season when all teams drop drops drop points over the course of the season. Um anyway, ran over. John Hey, just gone just quickly, Jav. Those fans who sorry John, those okay. fans who say that sort of stuff, you know they're the sort of dickheads who post constantly on Facebook that mind the fucking gap shit. Yeah. <laughs> it drives me it drives me absolutely mental that does. Too many of our fans are backward looking and are worried about finishing above the gooners and all this old yeah. shit. rather than concentrating on us winning the league, you know. Just it just it drives me mental, it really does. I think I think on that it's as funny funny as it is to put post mind the gap stuff, actually to, if you think about it, um, f- it means more to them. It means more to Arsenal to finish above us um, and have the bragging rights, I think, than the other way around because they th- they're not capable of winning. Tra- uh, you know, they've got to a position where they're just consistently finishing top four. That's that's all that's all they've done in the last ten years. All right, they've won a few FA Cups, but they they their ambition as a club has diminished. So for them, that they're their bit of glory is finishing ab- ab- above us. Um, and I hope that 
we finish as high as possible in in the league this season. And if that happens to, if in the process we happen to finish above them, great. But for me, the most important thing is challenging Chelsea on both fronts, both the league and the cup. Some some people are never going to be happy. Some people are always going to be happy. I'm just happy that the glass isn't full of piss, if I'm honest with you. I mean, if you look at what we've spent in compared to the other teams, we you know we we spent about 140 million on players over the last couple of seasons when everybody else is up near the 300 million mark. We're pulling well above our weight and it's lovely to see. The players that we're picking up and playing are playing for the club and are playing for the manager. We, in seasons past, we just had players come in and they're, they're just playing for the money and they don't care and you know they're on the pitch for 90 minutes and they fuck off and don't care about what's going on elsewhere. But we've got we've built something over the last two seasons under Poch, which is something that we've not had in the last couple of ten or so seasons, and it, it fills me with pride when I see them run out. And I don't, you know, plays will come and go, but we the club will endure. And I'm I'm not going to knock what we had last season, but I think we're stronger this season. Mm-hmm. We we're we're more resilient. Look at how we played yesterday. We lost two key two more key players. So key players out yesterday, there was Rose, there was Kane. Wanyama went off. Winks, um, without Dembele, is a key player. We lost four key players and we still rolled them over. Where That, it says a lot about where we are. And uh, yeah, better than last season for me, for sure. For sure. Just, just quickly, guys, just a couple of key points for me. Two games last season that I think were key. Obviously, Newcastle, but the Chelsea game. Yeah. At, at a bridge where it just went properly tits up. I'd like to think that before every single game uh, that Pochettino shows our players the highlights package of that, where we threw it away, just to, just to, just to get them focused. There's a mindset. There's a definite mindset change within the club. Um, and I agree completely with John. There's, there's, a, there's a setup within the club that is, is... We don't do it the way that City do it. We don't do it the way Chelsea do it. We don't do it the way that Man United do it. We would never, ever have a manager like like um, Mourinho at the lane. Not a chance. All he does is come in, spends hundreds of millions of pounds, doesn't play the youth players, and then fucks off when it starts going tits up, mm. as it's starting to go tits up for him at the moment. Because he's, already, he's, like he's already arguing with the press. Yeah, moans like fuck. Oh, it's, oh woe is me teams should come out and let us win because we're blah, blah, blah. I fucking hate Maureen. He's a... Oh, here we go. He's he's an odious little Portuguese cunt. (laughs) Don't hold back, John. Don't hold back. I've Uh, woken up next to a couple of them. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) There's some stories. Ed, let's move on. Right. Ed Ed Brad um, says, we're going to win the league, not a question, just a statement. Um, So, question I've got is, how, how far can we go? I can't see Chelsea dropping the points and couldn't see Chelsea dropping the points. I mean, we've been on an absolutely cracking run. We've won 11 in a row at home. And when we beat Chelsea before, we were seven points behind and we're still seven points behind. Um, I can't see them dropping more points, even though they've got to go to United and City. I think it's, I think to, to excuse the pun, but it's a bridge too far. It's, I don't think, I don't think they will drop the points for us to catch them that's the we can keep winning and doing everything we can but if they keep winning it's it, there's nothing we can do okay so to put it on the spot second and the fa cup yes please okay joss 
Uh, I'd certainly take if we if we were off a second place now in the FA Cup, then I would uh, I'd take it absolutely. Of course I would. Um, Chelsea have got Manchester City. They've got to go away to Bournemouth. They've got to go away to United. Mm. They've got Southampton, Everton. They're, they're not going to be easy games, you know. Borough, West Brom, and then Sunderland. A lot. Well, that's three points. Last game of the season. Fucking hell, Sunderland at the Bridge. Brilliant. Um, yeah. I'd, obviously, you'd like to think that we're, we're going to carry on winning. and They're going to drop points, but just take each each game as it comes. Just it's just it'd be nice to just a bit a bit more pressure on Chelsea just to see if they have got the bollocks yeah. to carry it through. I don't. Look, I don't think we're gonna. I don't think we're gonna win the league. at this point. I don't think we're gonna win the league. I think it. However, I think that looking at their running, I think the last. Yeah, the last was it Sunderland. They've also got Middlesbrough as well. The last two or three matches they've got are quite easy. But to be honest, by that point, if if we're in with a shout at that point, then or we're neck and neck, level on points, then that, that's a different matter. Um, for me, the key thing is. The next three matches, we've got Swansea away, um, Watford and Bournemouth at home. If we get if we get full points from those three three matches, which is no reason why we can't, um, and they've got um, City, said United and Bournemouth, I can see them drop. I can't see them getting full points. I mean, if they to be fair, if they do from those games, then they deserve to win the league. And it and and the flip side of that is also if we screw up somewhere along along the line in those three matches, then we don't deserve to win the league. But um, should they drop points, suddenly seven points becomes five. If they do, if they draw two of those matches, win the other, and we get four points, then su- suddenly seven becomes five, which becomes three with six games left. So it's completely different. The other thing I think is compared to last season. I think last season we were about at this stage we're five points behind Leicester, and I think the, the expectation was a bit higher that we could we could possibly catch Leicester. Um, this season, the expectation hasn't been there. Um, I think we're quite happy to be where we are at the moment, um, and in FA Cup semi-final, um, and we sort everybody sort of doesn't can't see maybe because it's Chelsea and it's not Leicester City. And that's the difference, Jav. It's because last season it was Leicester, mm. and everybody expected Leicester to fuck it up. And this season it's Chelsea. So, and nobody expects Chelsea to fuck it up. So I don't. So I think that I think that could could play in our hands. I'm not saying we're going to win the win the league, but that could. There isn't that pressure. But all we've got to do is keep winning our matches. If we win our matches, we've got second place minimum. If take, yeah, take if, care of your own first. If if they happen to drop some points along the way, it could get very tasty. Um, I would like to, I would like to see Chelsea lose to Manchester United. And, uh, and Manchester United still remain fifth. <laughs> that would be fun. Um, the, the thing is, if Chelsea do drop points, Man City are going to be sitting there around those points, around there as well. Um, yeah. So, you know, we just got to be aware of those as well. So, but, you know, it's not a given if Chelsea drop all the points, we're going to nick it. We've just got to keep going and get our own. Take care of our own. Okay. All right, in the second half of the podcast, um, we'll, we'll go through some questions from listeners. Um, but before we do, here's Bex with this week's Spurs Ladies Update. Hello, it's Bex with the Spurs Ladies Update. Um, a couple of things to make you aware of. Firstly, is there was no Spurs Ladies report last week because it was an international break, so no podcast. So from last weekend, the ladies did play. They played Crystal Palace um, at Chesson. They went 1-0 down and then came back to win 2-1. So another great day for the girls, especially on the back of the um, disappointing FA Cup result against the Arse. 
So they followed that up with another 2-0 win today. Goal scored again by Nikita Winnet and Bianca Baptiste. Nikita Winnet was on the pitch for an entire 20 seconds before she scored the goal. So um, nice to have her in reserve, isn't it? Girls next play on Wednesday night. Anybody that can get there, I know the lads are playing. It's the Chelsea, no, not Chelsea, the Swansea game. But please, if you can go, definitely go. It's the Boo Avenue uh, final. It's against Charlton Athletic. It's at Chesson. It's a 19.30 kickoff. It should be a really good match. Um, I went to the final last year uh, where Spurs won on penalties. Couldn't leave it any later, girls. Thanks very much. On top of a three-hour journey home. But anyway, there you go. Um, so that's their midweek game. Nice little cup final to G them up. And then they're back in the league next Sunday. Now, all being well, they've already had the, the game next Sunday is against Pompey Ladies. That's already been postponed once because Spurs were playing in a cup match. Um, and it's in my hometown. So hopefully I'm going to go and see that next week. And I'll see if I can get some time with um, Karen Hills, the manager, or Juan Amoros, who is the assistant manager, or one of the girls, if I can. No promises there. So... All being well, it still leaves the ladies top of the league. Um, I very much hope so. So they are definitely looking good to win that this season because they are ahead on points and they've got a game in hand, so that's okay. In other news, the reserves play in the Women's Premier League Southern Reserve Division 2, which is a massive mouthful to say. Anyway, so today the reserves have won that league, so they will look, they will be in the, get this, FA Women's Premier League Southern Reserve Division 1 next season. They have worked extremely hard this season and considering they don't even get half the coverage that the ladies get, I think they've done um, done themselves proud today. So, well done for them. Last final bit of wittering from me is anybody's got some free time on Wednesday, April the 19th. The ladies are playing at White Hart Lane, which is the first time they've ever done that. So, uh, it's a seven o'clock kickoff. Um it's in the it's a Premier League match and they're playing West Ham. It should be a really, really good game. So again, people, if you do have any time, you can make it to the game. I know it's evening and it's midweek, but definitely get yourself down to the lane and watch the girls because they really do deserve everybody's support this season. They've been outstanding. Okay, enough waffling from me. Um I am on Twitter at Bunches Becks or via the THF podcast handle on Twitter or failing that the Tottenham Hotspur Family Podcast Facebook page. Um, thanks very much. Cheers. Bye bye. Welcome back to the second half of the Tottenham Hotspur Family Podcast. Thank you, Bex. Um, right Cheers, bef- Bex. before we Cheers, do Bex. some before we do some questions from listeners, um, just w- Wembley Stadium. Um, it was announced, I think, the Thursday before last that um, we'd be playing all our matches next season there, um, and we could use the full capacity, the full full um, ninety thousand. Um, it was also announced this week that. Um, the decision, the, the 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 time frame that we had to make a decision as to where we'll play those matches has been extended to the end of April. The question I've got for you guys, two questions, is what the fuck, if anything, is, is Levy playing at? Do you think? Um, and if we are moving into Wembley, how do you feel about that? Uh... It's a soulless bowl, um, Wembley. It's not the best. It's not designed for football. It's designed for concerts and to fill as many bums on seats and fill as many bags of popcorn in people's mushes. Um, I think Levy's playing a bit of brinksmanship with the contractors. I think he's getting them to hurry and, and get a, a shift on um, so he he can make the decision 
and give us a season away minimum. I don't think he wants us to be anywhere near having two seasons away. I think that would really affect us. Um, Chelsea have been told that he can't build their stadium or start building for two years. So it gives us, or two seasons. So it gives us two seasons at, at Wembley if they need to finish off the stadium. But I don't think Levy wants us to be in that situation, if I'm honest. Um, I think he wants us out for one and then back before Chelsea even start building. So I, I, th- I wouldn't want to deal with Levy in anything, I don't think. Um, so, I, yeah, I'll, 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 I don't really know, but that's what I think. And I'll leave it to Levy to make the best decision because he hasn't steered his very wrong so far. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. I, one thing I'll say about Levy, well, I, you guys probably know anyway, that I'm a supporter of Levy. I, I think he's um, he's certainly, this club is going in the right direction under him, um, you know, and, and so be it. But one thing that Levy will be doing is, is he will definitely be holding some fucker to ransom over this. So, um, you know, there's, yeah, someone's someone's having their, their nuts are in a vice over this. So, yeah, the thought of Wembley, oh, it terrifies me. It's a shithole. I agree with John. I detest the place. There's too much fucking red there for a start. Yeah, it's it, it's just all, all, it's soulless. It's awful. You can't get in. You can't get out. Ninety thousand fucking wankers who have never seen the team and don't know the players' names. Uh, uh, oh, uh. The thing is, it's bums on seats. If he if they do the pricing right next season. I'll be there with my son for for a season with a season ticket because we can't afford to go at the moment and never get on the waiting list. And as long as it's full at £10 a ticket, he's going to be making money. And I think he'll be happy with that. I don't know if he will be making masses of money, John, because the cost, you've got 90,000 people there. The costs go up as a result of that. You know, all of a sudden you're looking at extra policing. You've got all the, um, all the, the, the basic hiring, the rental of the stadium itself, you know, all the associated and attributed costs that go with it. It's, um, a, you know, the cost to the tickets are going to have to come down purely to get mm. to get people in the door. It's just a dilution of the atmosphere. The only the only hope we've got is that they effectively put like a, like a, you know, a South Lower, a 31 to 35 mm. yeah. block area in and uh, give everybody a chance yeah. who wants to. to they try to do that area. at Wembley, though. They try to. I think there, there was a there was an area that was designated um, and they suggested going into that those blocks i think it might have been one three two to i don't know one three six or something like that but acoustically the yeah. stadium's not good it's not no, it's I, awful, yeah. I don't i don't i don't mind it for a for a one-off occasion because well even for that it's not great but at least it's oh it's wembley it's a day out it's a bit something different I, but i didn't i said this before a few weeks ago i didn't i didn't enjoy the champions league games i don't but it is what it is if, we, if we're playing there next season i think we've just got to get get on, get on with it and make the most of a bad situation um, you see it being full for um tottenham versus watford if watford stay up could you imagine it being full for that or would you just be full what, for the big games i don't what watford to bring forty thousand. <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's it'd be a home match for them yeah, that's right. Well, 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 well that's, that's an interesting thing. Well, well, won't the allocation still be stuck at? I mean, well, normally for away fans, allocation is what three thousand or so. Yeah, give or take. Yeah, and then the FA Cup. You're looking at twelve or fifteen percent of your ground capacity, aren't you? Okay. I, I suppose away fans will probably set out their allocation because you know what's their chance of getting to Wembley? Otherwise, yeah, it's going to give all of them a big day out. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see, we shall see how that one pans out. Right. Well, certainly for West Ham, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> unless, unless it's a championship playoff. Maybe he's negotiating with 
the uh, the dildo peddlers to for, as, for a share of that their ground, same as Chelsea. <laughs> Could you imagine? Right, and also, please. can I say who the hell decided to put West Ham Tottenham at eight o'clock on a Friday night? Oh, it's not that bad. No, is it I'd really? Go wrong now. No, that's that's not going to be bad at all, is it? God. <laughs> Come on, we've we've had night games against um, Chelsea and West Ham and, and Arsenal before. Maybe not on a Friday, but we have had night matches. It's not. It's uh, yeah. Mill Mill. Well, Mil, well, I know, but but we had the same thing with, with, with Mill. Everybody said, "Why is that a, um, a two o'clock two o'clock kickoff? Surely it should be at lunchtime." Um, the game passed over. There wasn't that much trouble, hardly. You know. Just think there's too much hype beforehand about these things. Anyway, um, right, we've got some questions. Um, uh, uh, first one is from Oliver Leaf. He says, depending on how long Victor and Winks will be out, will we revert back to, back to a back four for the near f- future with Dyer and Dembele in the holding roles? If not, how do you think we might proceed? We sort of touched upon this earlier. I think Dyer and Dembele for the the ongoing um, games, um Keeps Sissoko away from the, the, the starting lineup, and we should be okay. Kane will be back, hopefully, in the next couple of games. Um, but what about Victor? But, well, uh, Victor, Vic, Victor and, Dem, and Dyer to swap him around in that role, but he can have a rest. The rest isn't going to hurt him. Mm. Give, give him a rest for in midweek, and then and then take it from there. But the rest isn't going to hurt him. Yeah, I agree with John. Yeah, it's. Uh, Dembele. I think Dyer's a lot more creative than we actually give him credit for. Um, and Dembele, obviously, you know, he's just he's the tank, the utility man. But uh, I don't know. Fingers crossed that they're all back in training pretty quick. And you know, certainly Danny Rhodes is, um, although he's not been a, he's not been a massive miss, but attackingly he offers us so much more. So yeah, yeah fingers crossed. I know Kane is back in training now, isn't he? So it should yep. be a, a week yep. or so. Yeah. Yep. So I think the Bournemouth game. Um, They've, they've, they've looked at it. And if he's back for that, that'll be good, given that it's a yep. week before Chelsea. Yep. Um, so Dyer took his goal yesterday really well. I yeah. mean, there was three people on the line, and to find a space and put it in was, was absolutely brilliant. He's it was calm and cool. I remember, was it his first goal, the first game he played for us against West Ham away? West Ham, yeah. Yeah. Um, in a, was it 90th minute or something? Yeah. He went around the keeper. Yeah. 92nd minute, left foot finish. Yep. Yeah. Lovely. Got to love him. He's a, he's a great player. We've got a team... A really composed finish that yesterday. It was a yeah. very, very good finish, yeah. We've got a team of footballers, a team of players that are technically good. You contrast that back to the 90s and the early noughties and some of the players we had, uh, Michael Brown, um, <laughs> I'm trying to think who else, um, Toad, the, Perry. Chris Perry, yeah, Ben Thatcher. Okay. Um, Fred oh, Perry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we did have some shit. Um uh, a question from David Phipps. Um, Janssen, should he stay or go? In my opinion, stay. But the way he holds the ball up, I can not I can see him moving into a support role rather than an out-and-out striker. Yeah, we sort of touched upon that again earlier. Stay, 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 so, stay, stay, yeah. Right. Um, Zach Casnola. If Rhythm is a dancer, Song, Son Hung Min's the answer. As Douglas Adams would say, what's the question? I think Song, Son this season, you know, you've touched on his stats already. But, I mean, if he... It, there was a, a quote on a Match of the Day or one of the... the uh, or Soccer Saturday or one of those terrible pundit programmes 
saying about Ericsson, if he was English, he would be, you know, he'd be over Lallana in the English team. And I think if Son was English, he'd be in the English team over Lallana. He's, he's, he's a fantastic footballer. And I don't think people give him uh, enough credit and kudos for his, for his play. Um, the way he came on yesterday and, you know, he, his link up with Ali, him and Ali yeah. seem to be having an, a, a lovely partnership growing there. And I think it's any player with Ali. I think Ali is becoming one of those great providers and he, he he's a, a, another key player. But yeah, Son, Son yep. what's the question? Um, I don't know. Yeah. But, He's definitely the answer. There was a, I'm glad you mentioned the Sun Alley thing because I'd, I'd made a note, note of that earlier and I was going to bring it up and I completely forgot. But yeah, they looked, they had an understanding. Um, Janssen at the moment, and I'm, I don't want to get on his back, but Janssen, what I see is a player that, that puts in a lot of effort, um, that's working hard, but it almost feels as though he's not, part of that team he's not integrated fully there isn't that understanding yet and maybe play you know and that's not entirely his fault some of it is players needing to play to his um to his strength son and Deli Ali soon as soon as um son came on there was an understanding there between those two if anything I've got to say at times I felt that they were both quite selfish when they had the ball there was a few scenarios where Delhi had the ball, and he thought, "Just put, just pull it back to Sun, and vice versa." Um, it was almost as they were they were both looking for the for for, for, for the final glory. But um, there was good movement there, good appreciation of each other's game. I think when when Sun shot at Ali, uh, Ali was yelling at him for not passing, and it was like Sun seemed to apologise to him when he celebrated mm. his goal. But uh, you know, he, Ali's a winner. He gets frustrated when they take the wrong option. Um, he's he's. Uh, both of them. I think our our forward four or five players are exceptional at the moment, and uh, you know it's a credit to the coach for getting them in in, in those positions. Thing is about Sonny, if you look at the goals he's scored, he doesn't really seem to score tappings, and he scores goals with both his left and his right foot. Very, and I mean good goals. You know, there's um, was it against Borough? It was against Borough away when he scored. Did he score two? I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah, cuts in onto his left foot, cuts in onto his right foot, finishes from the edge of the box. He's done it countless times. He's a genuinely good finisher and a real asset to the side. A real, I mean, I know he wasn't cheap, but, um, you know, he's a great footballer. It's a pleasure to watch him. Sometimes he gets a little bit caught out. He seems to miscontrol a ball where was it when he scored the um, he scored the belt a couple of weeks ago before the international break to Millwall yeah, of course it was Millwall yeah. yeah the first that was his first one wasn't it? the ball was played out to him by Deli Alley and he seemed to completely miscontrol it almost nutmegged himself hmm. obviously against Millwall he gets more he got more time on the ball in the Premier League he might have been pressed a bit tighter but he, you know he recovered perfectly and finished wonderfully with his left foot so you know a great goal that goal reminded me of um, Norman Whiteside um, for United um, against Everton in the cup final many, many, many years ago, Cus- cutting in on his left foot and curling it in. Um, right, question from Ali Hassan. Would you prefer Chelsea to lose all their remaining games and we easily win the league, or for us to win the league on the last day of the season and by one point? Um, I had a few comments um, from other um, listeners, David Phipps said one point would be nicer, but goal difference would, would be sweeter. Ed Brad, goal difference on the final day of the season requiring some massive swing, like eight or ten goals. That would that would make my season. Oh, and Arsenal um, outside the Euro places. <laughs> I agree with both of those. 
but yeah, definitely on goal difference. Yeah, yeah. Yes, please. Um, I'm I'm not really bothered. I just like to see us win it. It's yeah, yeah. Um, by a goal, by goal difference, by a plane hitting Stamford Bridge and everybody dying. I don't really care. If 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 the unthinkable happens and we do do win it, it will be close. Um, just by, you know, by virtue of the fact that they, they've got seven points, they need to drop seven points. So it would get to the point where, yeah, if we did win it, um, it would be very, very tight. It'd, it'd need to be by a point or two, or, or it'd be on goal difference. And at the moment, our goal difference is, is uh, pretty good, and I can only see it getting getting better still. Um, final two questions. Um, Ed Brad, cheeky fucker, how does the panel feel about the discrimination of ginger players? I thought the league has worked hard to eradicate this. If I'm honest, with the, uh, the you know the, the keep gingers in the game like campaigns they've had in the past. So I, uh, you know, I think they're making the right strides. Publication of this sort of uh, the, the, the league's efforts to to change people's mindsets when it comes to ginger has just driven the whole problem underground. Persecuted, you know, out of, I mean, out of sight, out of mind nowadays. What's next? Freckled people? Are they are they up next? Well, that's me fucked on two counts then. <laughs> See, one thing that did make me laugh when it comes to, you think about two Fergies, two, two Fergies, Alex Ferguson, brilliant at football, Sarah Ferguson, fucking shit princess. <laughs> and she's ginger. But, well, you could say the same about Alex Ferguson's nose, actually. Um, final. Alex joke there. <laughs> final, final. <laughs> Took me a while. Final question, Zach Costello, another one. Um, I've heard, I have heard sporadic status quo, um, and I like him, like him, I like him, etc. Here we go, Toby Alverald. Um, he goes on to say, we don't really have a song about Toby, and also, why doesn't Carl Walker not have a song? I think they both do. Isn't there an Alverald song? Just think it's the standard sort of. Yeah, there's not not a lot. There's nothing with any any great lyrical content, is there? No, I mean that you've got the Carl Carl Walker chant, Carl Walker, Carl Walker, Carl Walker. Um, who cares? Who the fuck cares? As long I think as it's the fault of Levy, actually. I think this is uh, this is a classic Levy fuck up. I think he's again, yet again, he's he's failed to sign players with surnames that actually scan and rhyme into into terrorist chants. I, I think it's Levy out all the fucking way, organised plane. <laughs> Uh, I mean, you could do uh, um, uh, Walker in a Tottenham Wonderland song. Yeah, Walker, that would yeah. work quite well. Um, it, yeah, but you know, the the average football fan needs something that could be sung easily when they've had a couple of pints. Uh, anything, <laughs> anything more than that, and they're going to struggle. So, in any, look for nursery rhymes and things like that to put then people's names in. That would probably work the best. And you'll never beat Carl Walker. What about the old Des Walker chant? Yeah. Yeah, you could reprise yeah. that. Um, oh, his son got a song. My son got a song. So you could do the old um, nice one, Sonny. Nice one, son. For for him. What was the the Cyril the, the Cyril Knowles one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah that go down quite well. Yeah, it would be nice to reprise something like that. But um, I can't, I'm trying to think. Has, has Sonny got a song? Here comes the sun, but I don't know. Does that have a chant? No, 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 I'm not sure that he does. Um, right. Hugo, Hugo needs a song as well. Just better than just Hugo. 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 Yeah. 
Oh, I'll tell you what, anyone who starts singing whoop whoop, it's the sound of the Larice. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh. But as long as half the crowd do some beatboxing to it and the other hand, the other half starts singing that, it might be alright. <laughs> well, even even Janssen's got a song or a chant, albeit again, it's not it's not original, it's the old um, Lewis Holby chant. Yeah. Um, he's on the bench (laughs) (laughs) and that's where he will be for the foreseeable future Um, right on that note Joss thank you Jav pleasure John thank you always a pleasure thank you guys right um, we're recording the next episode of the Sonic for Family podcast next Sunday in fact it will be the 100th episode Um, this was episode 99 100th episode will be recorded next week um so we shall be back then. As ever, the future's bright, the future's really white. Good night. in the dirt. Now gather round and sing it out and we'll talk out over her.